If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are we Gucci? Damn, this mic hot the motherfucker. All right, we back. Another episode of Club 520 Podcast, Season 2. Shout out to the volume. We on a way game right now, but we still at home. Shout out to All-Stars Bar and Grill. Got some special guests with us. Special, special guests with us. But to my right, I got the dogs with me. I got Bishop Greenleaf. My dog be here out the pearlies. How you what? Cool and nasty. Let's get to it. You drinking a slushy today? You acting different. We got company. I ain't never seen he this nigga got with a slushy. Shades this on, man. I yeah. know. I forgot him at Bro Crib. It's all love. We're going to have a good show regardless. All right. To my right, my dog, Young Nacho, Young Teague. How you what today? Man, I'm good, bro. We got family in the building. I kept it classy today by the door. These one by the door. I had to bring them with me, but I kept it classy. Hey, niggas on the internet say you got the biggest door in the world because every shoe you got by your fucking garage. I just got a messy house. <laughs> I'm not going to dive into that. <laughs> but last but not least, we got legends in the building. Legend, legends in the building. One of my favorite people to see on YouTube, watching these dudes do their thing individually as a team. It's inspiring for people like us coming up in this industry to see real niggas get money together, to work together, to thrive together. It's amazing. To my left, you got DC Young Fly. What do? She called me. And last but not least, my dog, Carlos. How y'all living, man? Appreciate y'all pulling up to 520, man. It's a pleasure to be here, Slim. 
We were nervous. I ain't gonna lie. Y'all was nervous in the I city? I was a discount mall, nigga. Yeah, <laughs> oh, nah. yeah, yeah, definitely is. I seen the Mexican store. grocery store. I was like, this nigga, this is nigga setting us up. Yo, ain't nowhere in the world. Meeting that fresh. Uh, exactly. <laughs> ain't nowhere in the world. They got the beauty supply store next to the Mexican grocery store. I said, y'all <laughs> Y'all yeah. thought this was a Tubi movie. Yeah, nah, nigga. No cap. For real. We didn't even park. Like, we just kept circling the park. I be down. <laughs> Are you front and center? Oh, they don't know Teague. They don't know where Teague really nah, be. Nah, I be in the trenches. <laughs> at I all times. I say that Teague car right there. Yeah, facts. That's a rich nigga truck. Yeah, that's a truck. <laughs> they wasn't at the Mexican grocery store. Yeah, nah. <laughs> all right, but man, we appreciate y'all pulling up on this, man. Tell them why y'all in the city, man. Uh, we got the 85 South show tonight, man, at the, uh, uh, the what is it, the, the Field House? Games Bridge. Game, Game, Game Bridge. Bridge. Yeah, Field House, man. We in Naptown tonight, man. So, you know, we excited about being able to perform, you know, here. Because I don't think we ever did a uh, 85 South show in Indianapolis before, have we? We done been here? We have? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's good to be back then. I don't remember <laughs> when we came, but we love coming out here because there's so much love, man. So we're excited about, you know, the show tonight, man, what the people going to give us when we get out there. Well, honey, man, we appreciate y'all. I got to start off with a question, man. We had Mike Epps on and he sung y'all praises and he started off the show talking about the wildest city he performed in for y'all. What was the craziest place y'all performed in or like one of your like wildest performances you had to deal with? Shout out to Mike Epps. That's the OG. Yeah, love no Mike. Cap. Uh, saw, Mike said... Them some young old niggas, man. Yeah. And if you get yeah, he close says y'all niggas them, drink. They smell like gin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't drink. <laughs> a nigga smell like gin is just crazy. That's crazy. Right. That's stupid. That's crazy. I turned turn for me was uh, Minnesota. Oh. Minnesota, huh? Minnesota. Man, don't talk about Minnesota. He can't go back to Minnesota. Y'all was, yeah. Min yeah. was in Minneapolis? Yeah. Yeah, he banned. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm go back banned. From the city or the state? Yeah, they state. paid me a lot of money and I talk a bunch of shit about them. Oh, for real? Yeah. Damn. They yeah, changed yeah. my life though, but. So you feel like, you feel like, oh, y'all feel like Minnesota was the well, best one? You mean as, as an 85 South yeah, 85 show or just South in general? Yeah, 85 South Show. Individual. In oh, general, Tallahassee, Florida, man. Me and Lowe's had a show in Tallahassee, Florida. And they had our food in the men in the men's bathroom, like <laughs> no bullshit. Our green room was in the men's bathroom, and niggas was still using the bathroom. They got chicken wings and shit <laughs> in the men's bathroom. We in a club, nigga. I don't even know what type of club this was. It was probably one of them places they had a male strip shows for the. I'm telling you, it was the wildest shit ever. And we was in there just looking around, and niggas just kept coming in as we doing the show. Coming in and out of the bathroom with our wings and shit. We like, nigga. <laughs> well, are we? No, nigga. <laughs> then That's the nigga paid us in a grocery bag. Like the nigga pulled up. He ain't had the money at first. He was like, man, I'll be give me 30 minutes. I'll be right back. I swear to God, I'll be <laughs> right back. He's sitting there like, this nigga ain't coming back. And then he came back 30 minutes later with the money in the grocery he bag. He came back with the ugliest money, though. The money was so ugly. <laughs> you could tell it had been pieced together. Because it wasn't like, it wasn't nothing in the bag bigger than like a 10 or a 20. Oh, uh, yeah. shit. It was one of them. It, it, it looked block. like a whole lot Y'all was busting that down like some strippers. But it really wasn't no whole That's lot why I said that. It was just ugly. He robbed a stripper yeah. <laughs> Sometimes sorry. it don't be the city that be wild. It be the show. Like one of the craziest shows I ever had. I performed for about 400 recovering addicts on New Year's Eve. Oh, man. That nigga did an AA show. stay on stage for about three hours. Damn. Because they was, it was like, it was a, one of them things where they all get together and they was just so excited to be having fun. Right. Without yeah, good time. doing drugs and drinking and shit. They just like, no, nah, man, stay up there. Stay up there. Craziest outfit I ever. 
this old dude in there. You know that motherfucker wear a mink coat? Yeah. Right. He had a mink coat, but it wasn't made of mink fur. <laughs> it was made of mink skin? No, it had minks. Like the animal. <laughs> like it had a whole bunch of minks. Like you could see the whole body. They was like on the... It was so they, mean, on they, they was just like hanging off. <laughs> Full body minks. And I was what like, what fuck? you got? He was like, it's a mink coat. And I was like, I don't know if this is a joke or it's an unfinished coat. When we had that show, remember we started off, it was it's around here. When we had that show, I just can't call it out. Remember when we first started, it was about like 150 people and the, and the promoter was sweating. Mm-hmm. We was in like a, a Masonic yeah, temple. Yeah, the Mason, we, uh, yeah, yeah. We was around man. here. Nah, we, I think that was when we was, we was in Houston. Mm-mm. We wasn't in Houston? We was in the middle of nowhere around here. It started with a, <laughs> what's, what's the show? People don't, People come to, but they go out for it. What's the city? I'm mean, sitting around here. DC, that's too vague. No, it ain't, man. It's only, you got Gary. Uh, Fort Wayne. Fort Wayne. Terry Holt. Terry Holt. And what's the other one? South Bend. Not South Bend. I probably ain't seen y'all South Bend. I know y'all niggas didn't go to Lafayette. We ain't go to Lafayette. Everybody's yeah. skipping it. Anderson. Muncie. Bloomington. The nigga that made y'all name every city. Yeah, yeah, bro. No, it's it only eight of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't so remember. And it's in Indiana. We got to do the Googles on that. Yeah. I remember the Masonic Temple. What about it Temple, though, DC? I, the what Masonic, happened? The Masonic Temple show I remember was that one we was in Houston when them niggas was playing pool and watching TV and shit while we was performing oh. at the same time. Remember we was in Houston, nigga, and we was performing and wasn't nobody paying attention the whole night? Nigga. Oh, I did. How about when we perform? Peoria, nigga. That's oh, Illinois. Oh, that's a nasty Isn't city. That that's a nasty it city. It is. Yeah. That's it where is. Richard Pryor uh, from. What was you about to say, though? When we... I was like, I'm going to get that motherfucker in a minute. <laughs> I had to stay still. What happened in Peoria? <laughs> <laughs> nigga, we started off with 200 people, bro. It looked like wasn't nobody finna show up. I ain't never seen this shit in my life, nigga. Like, the, you, the, the, that was in Indianapolis. That was the show we did in Indianapolis, nigga. When we had the baseball jerseys on. Yes. Yeah, you talking about yes. 85. That was the time we, that was the last time we, and the first Nigga, time we came in we that time. We had time. like 200 people show up in the beginning because it was raining and the promoter was sweating because he had to pay me, he had to pay you. <laughs> and it was like another comedian. Nigga, I be down. By 20 minutes later, nigga, it's a lie. It was about a thousand people last night. It time. was about a thousand. <laughs> in 10 minutes. In 10 minutes. That and the nigga had right. to pull more chairs up. Nigga, we had a stupid show. It was Hell like 1,200 yeah. people. It was in that people rap all the way around the building. Rap, bro, we ain't never yeah. seen no shit. He was like, y'all just hold off like 30 minutes. Shit just got good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was one of the best shit. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, when, when we had that show in Houston, they got a comedy club down there. In the daytime, it's a DUI, just driving, DUI school. driving school. Yeah. Wait, what? Night, it's what? A How y'all keep getting booked for all these goddamn crazy shit? Yeah, yeah, all the way. <laughs> we out here balling. We yeah. had a show in co- at a college like that. All the like motherfuckers that. who call you and you don't want to holler at them, they be like, man, just come fuck with me. I got I got what you want. Cash. <laughs> we did a show in Memphis at a college, nigga. We went to do the show with nobody in that bitch, nigga. The nigga put us on a golf cart and took us to all the dorms in the on the college. We was right, going through the dorms, knocking on doors. Niggas like, oh, they really came, man. They didn't believe we was They didn't believe we was trial, coming. Nigga, by the time we got back to the auditorium do the that show, bitch that bitch full. was packed. Damn. When y'all knew y'all was going to start doing arenas, though? When we started having to do three shows in one night. Four. four. We had to do four. Damn. And I used to really be like, I was the one that be like, bro, how the fuck are we going to come up with new shit four times a day and get what these niggas do? We'll, we'll figure it out. I'm like, man, God. Damn. <laughs> yeah, we was we would start having <laughs> shows with like 
four o'clock on a Sunday. What was that feeling like though? Like, that like damn, we didn't made it to arena. So y'all doing four, six, eight, ten? Yeah. God damn. <laughs> Shit. It's to the point That's where we're like, we having fun, but they're like, we got to be strategic now. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, all right. We, left, we had to, I, I like to, it's just a free game. I like to go in spaces where we pack out versus going to spaces where it's empty seats. That's a marketing tool. Because yeah. now it's like you, you, you need more room. So once we realized we needed more room, we was like, all right, we grew with our fans. Yeah. Once our fans was like, Brown, we came out here two years ago, we did one show. Next year, we're doing three, four shows. I, we like to come to the club, but we can't come here and do this shit full time. We got to go into the theaters. Okay, we did two theaters today. What's bigger than a theater? Now we in the arenas. Yeah, I think it's the hard. first one we realized was Jacksonville. When we did Jacksonville, I think that was the first real, like, arena setting that we did. Because we had went to Jacksonville the year before and did, like, four shows in a day at the comedy club. And then we came back that next year, and we kind of all was like, man... Big ass spot we great do. And when we walked in that <laughs> bitch and seen that motherfucker full, we was like, oh nigga. Damn. This shit different. Like to see all of those people and you know they there to see us, like that was just a different feeling. Like, you know, when you fill up an arena like that, it's a different type of energy. Yeah. Cause you know, when you're in the comedy club, it's more intimate. You can, mm -hmm. you know, kind of hear the response or, you know, kind of see how the shit is working directly with the yeah, people yeah. communicate. But when you in that arena like that, it might take three, four seconds for the laugh to even get all the way back to you with so many people in there. That's crazy. And that's smart. Sure. And one thing I admire about y'all is y'all work ethic because y'all do a podcast and a show every single week on top of y'all collective 85 South and then y'all individual. How do y'all, like, prioritize what comes first? Like, how do you manage all that? <laughs> Man with the plan. That makes sense. Because <laughs> it's just so, like, for me, like, we, you know what I'm saying, shout out to Volume. They asking us for a little bit more now. We in the situation. I'm like, how are we going to figure that out? But I see y'all, shit, y'all on the road every day and still delivering content. Does it help overall with the show? Or does it like, damn, I got to make more shit to do this shit? Nah, it's because it's, it's, it's organic. It's in the moment. You can tell. Like, we just have the type of talent and the gift where it's like, we can express ourselves in anger and it still be funny. Or we can come in and be in the best mood and just take this shit to a whole nother level. Or we can walk in, like you said, in these places that we describing and be like, this ain't shit. We gotta make it something though. It's fucked up. We about to act like it ain't fucked up. Like we get to choose our own narrative. But that crowd changes the whole, changes us, the feeling. Like right. we, we can tell when this is a crowd that fuck with us. Right. And we can tell when it's a crowd that, all right, they want, they want us to prove ourselves for five minutes. For, mm. Oh, they want some. They came straight to, okay, now they loose. Like, you can feel that shift when they say, okay, I'm, I just wanted to make sure I was at the right shit. Like, so you do, can feel what the crowd want to hear. They'll do y'all go you off the, like how you said that too, like, do y'all get the DJ going to get the crowd loose? Like, what do you do to get the crowd loose to, I mean, you know? Go ahead, family. We just, we just... You know, it, it's like, like you said, it's organic. Like when you just, the question you ask, Los is our big brother. He's our elder. He's been doing this shit longer than both of us. Yeah. And he had an understanding of the game from a perspective mm. that we kind of been blessing the game never to have to experience. Like he done been through the trenches in a way 
that like by the time we got all the way in the game, that style of comedy and the way that the journey that he had to take didn't even exist no more because the internet came out. So gotcha, him having man. an understanding of that side of it and having an understanding of the internet side of it, he figured out a way to make the shit work to where it was organically ours. We all come from all wild and out, so we know what that structure looks like or the corporate structure and what it looks like to go on that side and be on something major like that. But just the creation of what we do is the freedom of the fact that we don't have to know what we're going to do. Like, that's a level of pressure that you take off yourself as a comedian or just as an entertainer in general. You know what I mean? It's kind of like what I would think that and one is. Like, if you playing and one versus the league, yeah. like, the league is, you know, you got to play under the whistle. And one, you get to come out there and show what you can do. So this sure. is kind of like and one in regards to the way that the structure game is. We on both sides of it. But when we come and do this, it's just the fact that we can come out. Sometimes we don't see each other till we at the place we get ready to perform. Because we all coming from three different Thanks. places. Yeah. But when we come in, we ain't got to say, all right, staff meeting. All right, look, what we talking about tonight? We've never had to do that one time. It's just, Damn. all right, grab the microphones. We can go out there and do whatever we want to do. And that's just, a, you know, from Lowe's having an understanding of the game and us just been having the talent to be able to blend it to where it just looked like we'd be doing this shit everyday practicing when we show up and do these shows. That's because right. I feel like we interpret. Like we get to go out and we get to just hear all the shit that other people can't say. Right. <laughs> and we just yep. have to interpret it for our crowd. Right. Like we know the shit. Like you can you got a job. You can't afford to say shit and lose your job. Like I come to your job and say that shit. Right. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like we have to kind of be the voice of the people and they don't even know how much of an influence of of our style of comedy that they are. Like Sometimes we get off stage and we be like, bro, did you, did you see this shit? Man, you gotta talk about this shit. Not as, a, not like, don't talk about it from the 85 South perspective. Talk about it how you would talk about it at your show. Right. Like you telling your crowd. Right. Cause we all got individual crowds and we'll, and they all come to our individual shows and they let us know, man, I called Chico, called DC. I had to come see you or you know what I'm saying? Vice versa. So. These people tell us exactly what to say, what to do, what type of show they want to see. Because right. we we put these shows out every week, and we seeing what they respond to. Like, we could easily go out there and do our sets or do a set or give them stand-up comedy. Yeah. But they want to see us be stand-up comedians, the guys they know from Wildin' Out, mm. and the guys they send on the internet. They right. want us to, all right, fuck them jokes. Do something, man. Right. Chico, make up a song, my nigga. Right. I bought this ticket just to see y'all rap. Y'all been right. fuck all this laughing and joking. <laughs> we came to see a song. They talk about them titties. <laughs> talk about them hoes. Bro, you don't see the they'll point them out like, hey, she been acting <laughs> up before y'all got out here. Yeah. Like that's the type of shit they want to see. So we just doing a great job of interpreting that. And that's a good way you said it, man. Like y'all are legitimate entertainers. Like outside of y'all being like y'all, you can tell it's organic. Like the way that y'all be starting them songs off, you would think that shit been written. But I could tell you get to freestyle, I'll be like, that shit's crazy. Like, he, them niggas just talk that shit up, and it's amazing. Freestyler. Nah, he for the real. coldest freestyler. This nigga music IQ is fucking... I was swear to God, about I, listen, early, I was just about it's to... It's off the chart. How the fuck do he you be everybody. remembering all those fucking songs? He know everybody. I thought I was a historian, nigga. You different. Yeah, it's, the, you know, it's... 
I don't know, to be honest with you, it might be a slight form of autism, to be honest, dog. Like, <laughs> it, it gotta be. It gotta bro. be. Shout out to the Shout okay. out to him. Like, if we had to write a classical music song, I'm going to get Chico. If we were to write a country record, Thanks. a pop record, jazz, whatever. this man fuck with every genre I heard of bro music, do that twister. He, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, you know, just growing up, that was something that was given to me from the dudes that influenced me. My father got killed, so all of my you know, influences was the dudes around my uncles and the niggas I yeah. grew up around in the streets. And I would just, you know, take to whatever they was into. Okay. And whatever I saw them think was cool, I thought was cool and I would want to impress them. You know, it was kind of like looking for validation from the people I wanted to give me, you know, the love that I wasn't getting from, gotcha. you know, not having my pops around. And that kind of what created the love for the music. Then my uncle Ricky, a DJ. So I would go down to his room in the basement and this nigga would just sit and just play me records all day long, like, and he would mix and scratch his records, so that's, and then my Aunt Mary had a big record collection, and when she cleaned up on the, on the weekend, she would let me sit down and go through the record collection, and I would just pick what I wanted to hear based off of what the cover of the album looked like. So that's grown. just, it was just yeah. all the way, and that's like that musical inclination, because like, this nigga, can't nobody freestyle better than this nigga. Like, me with the musical inclination of being able to coming up with the, and this nigga Insane. is one of the most talented niggas in the world <laughs> when it comes to this, he like a Swiss army knife. This nigga know how to do a little bit of everything good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> play the drums, skateboard, cut hair. You know what I mean? All types of shit. So when this nigga get to, like, when you put that together, you can't lose. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he gonna be able to sing the shit in a way the way you would think that this nigga's gonna go in the studio and put this shit out. But this is happening right in front of your eyes. You know what I mean? Can I ask you a the question? The shit I seen this nigga right. do. When that nigga was skiing down that big ass Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Wait, Wait what? You know this ski. nigga can ski this his nigga, ass this off, bro. do everything, listen, man. I'm talking about down some hills where, listen, before you go down the slope, I'm like, I'm tripping. Fuck it. <laughs> 50 <laughs> mile per hour. Bro, but he's stroking We need the footage. He's stroking that bitch. Don't tell that's crazy. I made fall once crazy. or twice. That's crazy. that's crazy. But that's for me to, to get them know the mountain. Once I know the mountain, I'm like, bet, I'm finna come back up here. Nigga said, get on the mountain. Oh, you got to. Cause you, nature, you got to respect it. If I'm finna come down this mountain, I ain't finna come down this mountain like, oh, I'm a nigga that ski. No, I'm a nigga that skate. Mm. First off, so that means I know how to hold my balance. These ain't nothing but some long ass rollerblades. So what I gotta do is adjust to what this is. So once I start adjusting, I was like, oh, okay, cause that's just how I am. My mama put me in everything. But I always thought like, I don't want to be here. What she did was she made me well-rounded. Yeah. So as an adult, I know how to adjust. Like, I can get into some shit that I ain't, I have no clue. Give me one week. You would think I'm a professional. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, 
pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What made you start taking music so serious? I mean, because I grew up in music since jit since uh You was in the choir child. and shit? Like, I, I grew up in church choir. I grew up in, I played all type of instruments. I played all the percussion. I'm a percussionist. You me feel too. Me? So you play percussion? Uh, we're we from the same lineage. So you, you play and my, and my mama old the motherfucker. And I'm the youngest out of 10 kids. Ooh, so you know what time it well, is. We're on the same type of time. So you know what's up. Okay. You're the youngest out of 10? Out of 10. Yeah. I'm the youngest out of seven. My mama coochie hanging off the side of her leg. Boy, you better <laughs> stop talking about <laughs> your mama coochie like that. Yeah. Hey, mama, I'm sorry that nigga disrespectful <laughs> like she that. She sitting right there. My coochie hanging off the side of my <laughs> leg. <laughs> disrespectful. But what she really is, and she just sitting there like, that's my baby. <laughs> the guy, she is. Tell me how old your mom. Tell me how old your older sibling is. Sixty. His brother you older beat. than yours. Yeah. Your oldest brother is my baby oldest brother. <laughs> yeah, you are you are grand you a grand. What you say? My you old, a grand brother? Oh yeah, I got a grand brother. My <laughs> oldest brother. Uh, I call that nigga right now. Got, <laughs> got, got, he got to be about sixty-seven. Nah, nah, but I come from that. You here, man? You got to watch out for them church drummers. My mama, yeah, well, I'm a, I'm a drummer too by oh, nature. Really? Yeah. We have a battle every week. But he thinks Future the speak. GOAT, and I say Jay-Z the GOAT. You the music man. I would love to know. I would love to know. All right, please. Uh, they, hey, Kurt. How old you here, man? 67. 67. Oh, okay. Oh, shout out to OG Kurt. Shout out to OG Kurt. That nigga said 67. 67? No, I hold you in. This, this nigga talking about Future and Jay-Z. What I'm saying is, that's just who I prefer. I respect Jay Z whole catalog. What you just say? What nah, we doing? he said we had a show one time. He was like, "Future the goat, man." And I was like, "He better than Jay." He was like, "Hell yeah!" Ain't to me, fucking with that. To me, and I love. I respect music for sure. I Jay Z so far as lyricist, give me Jay Z. I'm just talking about 
Like future. <laughs> Hold on, though. F- to me, future helped that whole so Atlanta I'm league. My hands going. I'm, I got, I'm getting my thoughts together. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm like, saying future to me helped that whole. <laughs> like now, it's more niggas like future than it is niggas like hoes. You don't believe that. Retweet. Rapping? You don't even believe that. Rapping? Well, well, yeah, I, I do. Because I know you don't believe I'm it. I'm not. He's making it a thing. I'm not. And then you explain the other side. No, I'm saying they making it are seem saying, like. Are you saying best in. And to me, to what bro. Degree? Because why do we as a community we have to put somebody better than I'm not a, I, I don't icon? Why do we do that? We don't have to. What so I'm telling we, y'all niggas personally who I prefer, I'm listening <laughs> in the future before I, can respect I pop in the hole. Your preference, I can respect your preference that is your preference. That's but, my preference. But see, he, you got to preface that because you can have right, like, me, like musically. I got a personal could. top five, and then I got a a, a top five that is, you know the top five based on statistical yeah. categories and right. the way everything. So the that top five is a little different than my personal top five. You know right. what I mean? But as, like far a as, as far as, like, if you comparing the two, that's unfair to Future. And I'm absolutely, I'm not. And I'm he a just terrible on me. Person. He tell me I gas Future too much, I don't. Imaginary Players by Jay-Z when is my favorite song by five, Jay-Z. I just named five of the most opposite-ass things that they said just to piss them off. <laughs> right. <laughs> they be dead serious. You just like him. Lil yeah. Wayne, uh, Nas. I'll be like, man. Like, me and him got a, 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 a beef when it comes to my, my top five. Go crazy. Who your shit? My top five. Let's hear it. My top five? For sure. I'm from the South, so I understand where you may be coming from. Mm. I'm a a T.I. For sure. This is my top five. Shout out to Tip Paul. T.I. all day. I know almost every word, song, like song, word for word. Uh, Urban Legend, top five album. Feel Mark. Feel Mark. Yeah, that's crazy. Outcast out the gate. Eminem. And uh, that's a nasty ooh. ass five. <laughs> ooh, feel mob to M is crazy. This between this between a Joe DeBreeze or a Lil Boosie for the last for the last five. Yeah, that's a wild five. That's a wild <laughs> five. We talked about the five. five. Yeah, it's yeah. a personal. Yeah. And that, I respect that. Inspired that. my musical talent. Why I'm like like yeah. why you a Jabberwocky and all that other shit. I understand, Stupid. but I'm saying like you're not gonna judge his top five. Uh, I don't listen to none of them. That's what I'm trying to tell you. But that's why we gotta we gotta say preference or yeah. I don't be. I don't be. I don't be trying. Right? Because he Please, always let me hear your playlist. Nah, you... Jay Z, Biggie, uh, Drake, and Lil Wayne. That's his top five. But ask him about his playlist because it don't pass 2008. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't listen to nothing. Heavy Boosie, Heavy Webby. Yeah, you come to my house and it's a party. I'm See, stuck in 2007 when we and below. Come to music, we got to say, okay, your top five that you like, and then you got a playlist that you listen to. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be 100. I don't even listen to none of them. What you Ooh, I to? just named, unless <laughs> I'm just on that type of time. Yeah. My everyday, I'm R&B. Out the gate. Oh, yeah, I got a list for you when we leave. 18 hours, I got you. R&B'd out. Trash. R&B. 18 hours? <laughs> nigga, 18 hours and, 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 and motivational speeches. I, I got a little bit of that too. Say no more. I'm, yeah, I got a little bit. I'm too. St- who's your motivational speech? I'd love to hear do that. that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Chico. Chico, who you? Who your top three? We do your top three. Top three what? My personal rappers. top three rappers. Yeah. Rappers. Top three. You don't get five. Yeah, I don't even get five. Nigga said fuck the last. <laughs> you can do so. your five. Not do your five. I'm just you know. My personal top five rappers: Pop, mm. Pimp C, mm. Scarface, Twister, Master P. 
Uh, you don't, got get started, don't get on started on Master okay, T. Everybody ahead. got Go a ahead. whole different top five. Go yeah. crazy. The, the lineage is so different. Hey, one thing I got to say, too. I saw the uh, you on T-Pain podcast. Mm-hmm. Y'all, dude, you doing that performance is crazy to me. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. going back to you, just yeah. remember, yeah. like, that was no, crazy that was, to me. That was my mama's favorite song. Like, that. that's how I would always know Damn. when a nigga would break up with my mama. Like, she would, she would play that song in the morning, mad that whatever situation she had going on, and that's the song she would play, Superwoman. You know what I'm saying? So I played that at my mother's funeral. But it's like, as far as me, like, remembering music, it only take me two or three times of listening to a song to at least be able to get the first to where if I'm listening to it, you wouldn't think that I only listened to it three times. It's just the way the shit register yeah, the boy, in my mind. The boy, the boy, the boy you know what I mean? But as far as, as far as, like, what I listen to every day, as, man, you wouldn't know who the phone belonged mm. to if you looked at my playlist, like I, I, I listen to listen to all types, and it's crazy because I never one genre I never listened to was gospel music. Like never, went, never. Damn. We went, you grew up on that. Nah, we was down in we was, we, oh, I mean that commercial stuff, yeah, but we ain't. <laughs> you know, I told, y'all gotta be like that. Nah, for real. Like it was a you know the Bean oh, household God. was full of heathens, nigga. Like it was all, <laughs> it was all. I'm talking about the the, the bullshit in regards yeah, to. Know. The messaging and the music. That's what we I didn't listen to gospel music. Like I didn't hear something about the name Jesus until 2019 for the first time. Damn. Like, and that shit was Smoky, like Smokey so, yeah, Norfolk. Oh. But <laughs> me either. like that gives me the opposite. It's like I've been introduced to a new genre of music as a grown man. Like I just watched the Kirk Franklin that. documentary. And that's it's like I'm looking at a new artist. I had no idea this nigga had 19 Grammys. I know stomping. The lineage is crazy. Yeah. I had Brandy. no idea that Kirk Franklin was this nigga is a mogul. Not for make real. the uh, that's his music got to be with Christians fuck to. Like that got to <laughs> hey, be. Hey man, I can't believe. Like that. for real, like bro, <laughs> like crazy. that. What do the you ever thought say, about that? Like what do crazy. Christians like? Do they have? <laughs> Yeah, like you gotta fuck this. What the what coochie say? say? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? So what the coochie say? So you might catch me. What you, your mama say? You might catch me listening to y'all niggas. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh. Someone rub my breast. <laughs> this <laughs> slow down. Time to my feet. <laughs> <laughs> I do not hear me with the ad lib. in the G for Jesus. But you know, just the I think that the the musical influence of all of us, like we all, like this nigga didn't put me on the shit, this nigga didn't put me on the shit. We didn't all put each other like this nigga put me on to a song by a nigga named Methrone called Loving Each Other for Life. My listen to this shit for two and a half hours straight, nonstop, <laughs> back to back, nigga. I had, it is, that's the beauty of music to me. Like, you, and no matter, no matter how much how you know. That shit is, you, if you ain't never heard you it, don't know a, you. you don't even know a third of it. Like, you know what I mean? It's so much that you ain't never heard before. So I got a question. I know y'all, DC said we shouldn't compare. Just what y'all prefer. Mm-hmm. Cash money or no limit? Nah. That's a trick question. That's a trick question, dog. understand the era and what, what both you gotta teams understand have because done. not only just for New Orleans, okay, for the South, cause, cause No Limit did a lot for Snoop. Shout out to the lineage. You, you feel me? You shouldn't have to pick. 
You really like disrespectful you just, as a motherfucker for asking us this question. You can't pick that. I'm not. Oh, that's, 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 make a, that's some disrespectful it's, it's hard shit. Because you, I'm young, I said who so you I, prefer. I, I, I said who better. You can, it depends on what day it is. You can't pick between no limited I'm cash give you, money. I'm going to give you, it depends on your age limit. If you a Fair young enough. nigga, you are a cash money nigga. But if you are older nigga, you're going to pick no limit because cash money is a younger version of a no limit. That's a fact. That's all. You can go. I ain't rolling, but well, I'm, I'm letting you know, as a 40-year-old black man. Yes, sir. When Cash Money Records took over for the 99 in the 2000, <laughs> yes, sir, uh -huh. I was the niggas he was talking to. Preach. <laughs> Preach. My generation made them babies off them songs. Speak, Do Lose. you know that there are 23, 24, 25-year-old people walking around right now because of my generation's irresponsibility during the <laughs> summer of the 99 in the 2000. Speak, Los. Speak. Them, them babies right Those now are my, 22, them, them my homeboys' kids. Facts. Them my classmates' offspring. Them young, girls young, who was pregnant I at the agree. football game. I'm cash money. That's because they was backing that ass up that whole summer. I don't think no lemon got memories I mean, like that. Look how you speak it. Look at how you speak it. But I also was there. Exactly. When all the bad bitches in the club had a no limit tattoo right there on their thigh Joe. by the coochie. Come on, man. Oh, I remember being a young nigga. My partner still got true tattoo. I remember being a young nigga. The first time I heard Swamp Niggas, we was in my man Matt Basement. We was in Matt, Matt Basement, man. And nigga, Matt I heard brother, it when it was new. Matt brother. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have no commercial, no promo for that shit. You just had to listen to the whole album. Because Swamp Nigga won the last song. Won the last song on the TRU album, but... Matt Brother, you know, it was two tapes. He was in the street. Two so CDs. He had all the, he had all of the different music and shit. So we used to sneak downstairs and listen to all the music. Yeah. And when that swamp niggas came up, boop, boop, I was like, nigga, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And that nigga, man, masterpiece, you couldn't tell us. That nigga wasn't the ice cream man. We was little. That nigga is the only nigga. Wait a minute. No, we not. That nigga was the ice cream man, man. That was a moment in no right history <laughs> that made so. the world stop. And it was a lyric. Who? When that nigga Mystical said, I'm the lightning in bad weather. I'm, I'm that nigga on that picture on your girlfriend's dressing. Come on, mama, that was hard. Everybody in their mama was hard. No, that was hard. That's Come a on, classic man. line. I would Master fuck with this song Master like that till I heard that. Nigga, when you would buy a No Limit CD, you would look in the book and see all of them albums that's coming out. You coming don't out know there. who none of them niggas was, <laughs> but you was buying that shit when it came out. CD books. Nigga, I remember I Tape went books. and tried to get Back my mama to buy me Skullduggery. Nigga, I didn't know who the fuck Skullduggery was, but I <laughs> they, wanted that shit. You, you wanted it because the graphic, the graphic nigga, design was, was hard. That's why niggas wanted it. No limit, bro. Skullduggery, my nigga. I wanted that Skullduggery. Niggas wanted that. And on the bottom when they said on the way, they had a list of 85 niggas you had never heard before. never heard of, but they was I believed in them ハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハ
That's how deep I am in these no limit streets. Yeah, definitely free But I'm also a cash money hot boy too. Hey, what y'all thought about BG getting boy. out? Come on. Man, I'm excited. About time. He should have been out three years ago. I'm going to say free BG. My <laughs> boy, I'm glad you're home. Hell yeah. Welcome home, Jizzle. Yeah. I had a question. home, stress-free. No I had a question since, no since, since you, you asked it. I got to ask you as an as a ex-NBA player, as somebody that played on the highest level, what's your opinion on the Jordan-LeBron debate? Mm. He went yeah, Jordan, so there you go. Yeah. I mean, nah. it don't matter. Jordan. You know what I mean? Jordan LeBron. Jordan, like still motherfucker. He over there. Shit. He on he don't exist really to me. Like Some he like unbelievable. He can't even be talked about. Like it's like LeBron, then you start talking about everybody. But like Jordan in his own world. So like Jordan, like a Michael Jackson. Yeah, you don't even talk about him. You can't him. compare him. Nah, you can't compare You can him. always compare LeBron to Jordan because he's the greatest, but yeah. Jordan is like, yeah. I Usher, Chris Brown. Like, you yeah. will be great over here. Yeah, Ooh, you got right. the Michael, Just like that. Michael it's like Jackson. Michael Jackson. We from Indiana, so Michael Jackson definitely over there. But, see, that's how but, good Michael Jordan is. We all grown ass men and we still know that. Like, you wouldn't say the wrong this podcast and let Mike hear it and <laughs> oh, my when I see that nigga sort of got why I got this shit but this thing though with LeBron make sure I big ass jeans. you believe Mike can hoop today but this no, is the thing where I had to respect with LeBron <laughs> when you look at stats this motherfucker's in top three everything everything he got the most you, buckets ever you cannot you you cannot say he's not the greatest he may not be the most entertaining yeah LeBron. Nah, that nigga whole game. No, it's cool, but see, when I say entertainer, I'm a dog, bro. Like, I'm one of the ones that got that, like, the Russell uh, uh, Westbrook energy. John Morant shit. All that job. Like, that's me. Like, yeah. you got control to own this entire... What LeBron did was, he took it by storm of business. I know how to control this as a business. Absolutely. Once you know how to control it as a business, use it as a marketing tool to be like, okay, let me go get all the dollars. I'm not going to get all the dollars because of I play good. Yeah. I'm going to get all the dollars because one of you niggas is going to get on a postcard today. <laughs> we like, going to make hey, that, that nigga exciting. That nigga got and everything. I that mean, nigga pulled nah, up that top. nigga I, everything. Look, that was unbelievable. Like I said, yeah. he's top three everything. Everything. But nah. I like electrifying. He, he unbelievable because the role he had to take is different. Like, man, that's what he, I'm saying. Like, I look, I respect Jordan. I, pressure. you know, watch Jordan LeBron as a young a nigga. Goal. He earned my respect. I, I, you he know, what I mean, it. It, Jordan is like you said, he's a, a godlike figure. But that nigga ain't had to do what Bron had to do. They nah, been watching Bron since this nigga was in the sixth grade. This that's nigga been touted to be the next greatest since the sixth grade and held that up for. 30 years. You still now. talking about time, Aaron. You got to talk about the time. But this how I feel, though. You got to think. Brown look up to True. Jordan. Like, he look at Jordan like, damn. Everybody talk, does. What, what, what yeah, that's time. why I just we put him over error. there. Yeah, but yeah. everybody does. Jordan stopped, came back, and showed y'all niggas that's how to different. do this shit, that's man. Different. That's, 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 different. that's why I just put him over there, because it's like we all look it's up to Jordan. I mean, everybody it's did. Different. You know what I mean? But I guess it's a little different for me, because Iverson is my personal Goat, like Mine's too. that's oh. my personal goat. Like Mine's when I Iverson had more of an impact on me as a young nigga playing it's ball bigger than basketball. Than any basketball Facts. player yeah, or any athlete. Hey, that, that, him as an athlete had more impact on not just me, my community. Like niggas wanted to be like AI. 
Oh, yeah. He from the area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Niggas wanted to be Mike like Mike, and that's true, but you not could. the way we wanted to be like attention. Wizards. We wanted to be <laughs> like AI. I, you, nigga, I, we all wear Jordans. I love Jordans, but I ain't never wanted to wear a pair of them jeans. Like, I never wanted Nasty. to, never. I, yeah, it's different. Y'all talking about off-the-court shit. I nah, mean, but I that's, that's, that's that not encompass. Well, does like, that not encompass the, guy. The, the, the debate? And that, does that not encompass why, you see, know, you got to put that? Because we never got to see Mike in this era. Could you imagine? Nah. You know they how they say Mike be current, niggas. Yeah. I don't know if you ever met Mike before, so, but what, I done heard Mike. Years? Be Look, talking to niggas. Mike great. talk shit to you. Like Mike, Mike be calling niggas bad to you. He call you a bitch-ass niggas. Yeah, he walk off. Iverson changed the game though. Hold, hold, hold Mike could talk wait. bad to you. Mike talk bad. What you say? Mike be talking bad. Mike will call you a hoe ass nigga and walk off. He'll call you a hoe and walk off. And you gonna take it because Mike. You didn't know that shit? I mean, call You see how he did AI when he said the first time he met him? He said, What's up, you little bitch? And yeah, like, that's a true story. AI said well, that. What out if his Michael mouth? Jordan people from New Orleans and that's just how they talk? What's up, little bitch? Yeah, that's what Kevin Gay said. That's how he just talked to well, motherfuckers. You so I get it. just say Kevin Gay. I wouldn't say that, but I would say that. I would have played it all. Y'all act like y'all don't know niggas from Florida and Louisiana. All right, so he told me to take off his shoes one game. I had put on some Bordeaux sevens to hoop in the game, trying to impress him. Like, damn, maybe if I hoop in some Jordans, I get a Jordan deal. No. And he like, hey, who motherfucker, who told you you can wear them? Hey, can you get my other shoes out the back? Testing this game. Hold up, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You talking nah, about in the real? Man, yeah. Why you in the NBA? Yeah. How did that feel when a nigga you look saying, up to bro. tell you, trying. who the fuck told your bitch ass to put them shit, shoes on? I, I, shit, I got nervous. I'm like, hey, get my other shoes out the back. He know you I, got them on now? Yeah, I still He got PTSD. Yeah, he, never, he, he never say I was just playing. <laughs> nah, he did after a while. He was like, why you take them off? I was like, you said take them off. He was like, man, this See, is I wouldn't be able to take oh, that. Yeah, man. I was like, I'm sorry. I respect y'all, nigga. I'm sorry, yeah. man. I'm going to have to say <laughs> something true. back. Mike, you, 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 you bitch ass nigga. Nigga, fuck your jeans, nigga. Right, I done been on his ass. Better hope the wind don't blow. You going to fly away for real, nigga. Nah, he loved Jordan, though. I done got on his ass. Fat jean wearing, motherfucker. But then what I'm saying, though, LeBron is the GOAT of today's era. Yeah. And I don't see nobody beating him all right, but no was, time, so was these niggas y'all favorite players or did y'all like low key niggas growing up? You know how some niggas like, man, I fuck with Melo. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, Melo. I fuck with Melo. Shit, one of my favorite players. That's his man. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that was one I'm of my favorite players. Because I, you game. know, I played ball. So, like, that was, that, like, watching those, what's my man name that played for uh, Indiana? Uh, uh, I don't want to mention him. What was Brevin? Brevin Knight? What was his name? For the Pacers? For the Pacers. Night last night. Ain't yeah. no nigga with the last yeah, night yeah, yeah, play yeah. for Point us. Point Travis Best, Travis nigga? Travis Best, my bad. Oh. I'm thinking of some of my bad. Oh, my that's bad. a filthy Travis nigga. Best. Yeah, I oh, fuck yeah. with Travis, Travis Best. That's a wild boy. You know what Correct. I mean? Like, yeah, it's a bunch of players. Remember my boy Steve Jackson? He go stoop. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got a question about Steve Jackson, so. Good segue. <laughs> if you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, 
You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. He said <laughs> yeah, he'd yeah. rather have $50 million in a championship. Okay. Instead of $100 million. And I, I won a championship, but I had a saying when we first started the show. I was like, fuck a championship. Give me a max deal. He rebuttaled with the fifty million ring or whatever. How y'all feel about that? I feel like it take away from the from the from the dog. Like, see, I'm a I'm a guy who like to see dog fight. That's why I feel like the older era was more such of a a, a tougher era because they were dog fighting to win them championship. The people who Michael Jordan had done stopped, like a Charles Barkley, they was some elite players. Yeah, they were some. Everybody can kind of take a turn now to get a championship because niggas ain't dogs. Nah, I they don't trying agree. to go to this team to win the championship and go to that team and all right, fuck it. Since I ain't gonna win the championship, give me the money and then I play barely because I'm already paid. Nah, that ain't true. Hold on, this everybody be wanting to win. Yeah, but nigga, it's a time situation. You know, like you ain't gonna like nigga. You know your team. I ain't saying not go get the like, money. Like, no offense. Oh, yeah. like, I just feel like niggas don't want champions. Look at the Hawks right now. Trey Young and DeJounte, you look, you be like, we we can win, but we probably ain't going to beat. They got to they gotta gotta build a team around them. So, you can't just on, put two people over there. So do you not take your money? No, I ain't say take my money. Eventually, the fight for the championship is going to rub off, and that's all you're going to care about. Three, four, six years, you don't win no championship? Fuck it. I'm going to just be good enough to get a bag. Yeah. Cool. They're like, damn, bro, you don't want to take your team I to the championship? I need the money first, then I'll go get the championship. What I, you got to say, Carl? Right here, Carlos? I'm taking the money. <laughs> and I'm going to just buy me a ring for every fucking time. A lot of these... bring this conversation up. I'm yeah, because a lot of these own. niggas are selling their the rings. Goal they want. The, fu- the goal is to get there. 
What if you're stuck in one of them fucked up situations where you the best player on the worst team? No matter what the fuck you do, they never going to win the championship. You don't have you don't have the shit you need to be a championship team. All right, like, would you say... That's the most important part, too. That's what's wrong with You want to say Dame Lillard's not a dog? Dame Lillard's a dog. He's a dog. There's going to be plenty of dogs that never win a championship. Charles Barkley, one of the best players that never won a championship. And you can't deny the shit he did. They need to bring me somebody. What's what's the reality? He probably ain't going to win a championship. He stay in Portland. But I wouldn't say he won a dog or he ain't. So what you said is take less money to go win the championship over here. I wouldn't do that. Versus him staying over here and be like, nah, because nigga, I built the franchise. I run this gym. This is my gym. So you agreeing with us? No. I'm taking comfortability. This is my gym. Yeah, when you up for I run million. this shit. Yeah. No, no. I'm the best player on this fucking team. Think how many people want a championship <laughs> that nobody gives a fuck about. Retweet. Uh, listen. <laughs> you say what? Think about <laughs> how many people <laughs> want a championship. <laughs> nobody <laughs> gives a fuck about. It's going to be like, you want a championship? It's we had niggas on my ass when I said that. That's cool. I didn't say niggas' names. But, but listen. But niggas really don't. Fucking listen. Shout out to them. Y'all was great players, you, but you don't even remember them niggas that won them championships. You can have great names, but until the champions say shut the fuck up, you got to shut the fuck up. Nah, when I'm up, 100 million. Nah. I don't care how much you up. You still champion. I played in the same league. You just got lucky. You would never be a champion. And you probably wasn't even a reason why y'all won. Guess right. what? You got that's, all the money that's, in the world. That's that's you would right. never be a champion. You don't know what that feel like. That's you ain't never had confetti hit you. You know what this nigga said? <laughs> That's why I'm hard. That's my That's my perspective on it. Like, I just I think the, the numbers is funny in the in that argument. When a nigga say I take fifty million over a hundred million. So Right! Fuck 50, that ring! You know what I, mean? I got fifty million extra dollars in the DC full of shit ring. talking about motherfucking I didn't, no, no, man, no, 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 man, if you plan you ain't never said they go to another team nah, and they offer it. You talked about a nigga who's a franchise of somewhere. I'm not no, leaving. You talk, I'm no, here. you missing the point. I nigga heard said, what you said. Nigga said in general, are you going to okay, rather... Okay, no, you got to set, no, you have to set up the circumstance. This is about business. He told you. He didn't you. say that. He only gave me the deal. He never said what team I played for, my circumstance, because it's business. And uh, so it's you, not and it's, it's levels oh to In what too. business do it's, you take fifty million dollars <laughs> over a hundred? Like, like, like it's, I'm, t- it's, I'm speaking in dame, dame terms. I'm not levels. gonna go take fifty over there when I'm the man here. Give me oh, my hundred here, and we'll build us and a team people who and like, win. Fuck you! You, <laughs> you, you, you been the man for fifty. We agree. We don't got shit else. Do what you've been doing, or go find somebody. Because then he not take the Trailblazers. How far do they go? It's levels to range. We shouldn't have this much. Hold on, Chico. Chico, let Chico get his shit going. It's red. It's levels to range. Like it's level to range. So if you take fifty, I'm saying if you take fifty million dollars. If you take $50 million to win a ring and you could have got $100 million to play in a market where after your career, you're going to be able to flourish in that market after you leave the market. But you went and took $50 million to win a, a championship in Milwaukee, nigga. Like, it's like it's a difference in regards to the way that you win championships and the way that you get money in the NBA from my perspective. I ain't never been before, but that's you can attest to this. That's, that's, like, that's what I'm saying. Did, if did, I, if did Boston I, win if the championship? If I get $100 million. Okay. Tatum just got 250. What? You say who? He got dog. got 250. Chico, that is what you got to say. Hold on, DC. What if that 250 ain't got shit to do with basketball? Out the gate. 
That's what I'm we, saying. I ain't like, saying niggas talk about champagne showers and shit. Well, at the end of the day, when y'all niggas retire, motherfucker gonna say, bro, I made 250. All right, take, but you, you check this out. Check this out, right? I you take made, 50 over 100 to win a ring that's gonna be one of them rings that niggas gonna talk about in 20 years. Hold like, on, I'm not are we gonna are we dealing with are we dealing with cap space? I'm t- but now I'm gonna tell are we you dealing like, with cap space? We doing this shit all this wrong. This okay. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm speaking business. We doing this shit all wrong. Why don't we just say that's Jim? I'm telling you, you. Okay, I'll tell you. He already never said. turned down money for a ring. Like that's what it boiled down to. It don't matter. Like at the end of the day, not to shout him out like that, but Antoine Walker, he won a ring. But when we talk about him, we talk about he lost his money or whatever. So I'm never going to Because he didn't win a ring in one of them places that. He won it in Miami. We love I mean, but, but when But on what team? With Shaq and. Yeah. And yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, to be able to take $50 million to get one of those rings, if I'm a nigga like a Antoine Walker, I'd take the $50 because I done already made one ninety two hundred. But no. I'm not taking. Oh, so I'm not saying, taking. He was saying, I'm not, I'm not taking fifty right. million. So no, y'all doing circumstantial no. shit. We talking about niggas. Out the gate, fifty queen, fifty is all you get. Fifty oh, queen. Oh no, yeah. nigga, fuck that. Yeah. That don't. Yeah, Where like that ain't nah. DC, you going? You going to the corners? Oh, okay. I'm thinking that's what the argument was. You mean tell me I got my whole career? I can make fifty with a ring or a hundred with no ring? What the fuck? No, that's because, because I'm the nigga, because I'm the nigga that's gonna make money off my fifty. Now this what a fifty don't make that. all that money because they blowing that shit anyway. Now we gonna take yo 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 situation for example. You went to the Hawks. Yeah. They paid you good. Yeah. You went everywhere. You went to India. They played you good. Yeah. You went and got your ring with the Bucks. Yeah. You you settled for what you wanted. That was a great team. You know what it feel like to be a champion. Yeah, but I've ever had that conversation. Dollars to go somewhere else, I'd have been like, "Here you go." You gave it up? Hell yeah! See, God, that's damn. the fucking game. Don't get distracted by the fucking the prizes. No, yeah. I'm trying to take care of his family. Cause, cause he right. Like he said, he told a story. Like these motherfuckers to say, "Hey, tomorrow your ass out of here." Man, you got a minimum window to make as much money as you can. So how about right. this? You got a minimum window, right? But My they only giving out these contracts maybe like three, four years. You're not getting no eight year contract. Shit ain't yeah, like yeah. baseball. All right, I'm gonna give you three, three year, fifty mil, right? You go over here and win this. I'm gonna do this to set up. For the one fifty for the next four. See, we gotta get there though. We gotta win. win. We gotta win. That's what I'm saying. If I took the fifty and we won it, if we win, you you now we still speaking hypothetically. Right. Let's keep speaking. Now these we won the champion. I got a great example for you. I'm going to another team to get my money. The year that they won the chip, they played the Nets, right? They had Kyrie and KD. If it wasn't for that little centimeter, KD hitting that shot. Them niggas he don't go to the finals. If Kyrie don't touch his ankle, they don't win no championship. That's what you saying? No. No, I think. Okay. No, they beat us by 51 guys. They was going to probably win the chip. Okay. But you can't gauge that. Right. Shit happens in the NBA. That's some injury shit. Right. You can guarantee that money, though. And then the thing is, you win ring. That's a perfect example. Like, KD, my nigga, I love KD. Like, that's my favorite player in the NBA now. And that nigga went and run them rings, and everybody's like, nigga, well, you went and cheated for two years to win the rings, <laughs> nigga. You went over there and cheated. And it's like, what difference do it make if they going to chastise the ring? They can't chastise the 100 million. Never. They can never. Right. That's the only they difference. They love the money. They, they can never. Cha- you a champion. They that's can't never chastise the money. But when you win that ring, nigga, they going to immediately chastise the ring. Once you win the ring, they were like, well, if it wasn't for this and if it wasn't for that and if it wasn't for this. But when I go to the bank, that hundred million 
is a hundred million. Whether yeah, I got fuck a ring, right. if I ain't got no fingers, that bitch still a hundred million. Never have a green jacket. Give me Carmelo Anthony career on and off the court. You would never have a green jacket. Motherfucker, that one. Fuck that green jacket. I'll go buy one. They sell rings and punches. And they sell them weak ass green jackets, nigga. You can probably buy somebody rings and they jacket. That's because they ain't financially didn't do what they supposed to do. What's a lot of niggas do? So now we in the NBA. I just got more money for the era when I got 100 million and 50 million. Exactly. So right now we in the NBA because we in the highest, this is the highest level. We in the NBA just for the money now. Nah. The money gonna come. Nah, niggas compete. They want to win, but I'm just But saying. that's where the compete come from. From the nah, you don't compete like but I'm all, trying to get but, a hundred million more than you. It ain't boxing, nigga. It ain't boxing. Honestly, it's not right. boxing, bro. It's you got to. It's not boxing. It's five or four other job. niggas you got to play with. Yeah, if you ain't doing your job, but I'm doing mine. Like it's going. I'm gonna be one hundred from a nigga that's on the outside looking in. I get mad when y'all niggas get paid all that money. Don't it don't show the fuck up. I'm like this fuck nigga getting. Four hundred fifty thousand game, bitch. Had nigga can't even score twelve points. I slap shit. Cause you don't even know. He like this nigga making a million. Give him the ball. Yeah, yeah. that's what exactly. the ultimate. That's what I was just about to say. You you been around long enough to understand, nigga. Some a lot of niggas, bro, is out here really playing for individual contracts, nigga. Yeah, if my team is sad, nigga. I'm trying to average twenty five because I know me average twenty five is gonna guarantee me a max deal, bro. Hey, I'm trying to tell you. So why would I get mad at the nigga who? Who making more money than me? I ain't sure. We up. ain't getting you, mad at you. You know what I'm finna do? Ball. Take my team to the chip to show you, hey it man. It ain't that easy. Re- renegotiate that contract. That ain't what player. they paying you for. Yeah. So you telling me my contract say I'm only making money to do a specific thing? They brought Facts. that nigga here to do one thing. They Rebound. don't give a fuck. If yes. you get 30 points, bitch, we brought you the rebound. So, Kevin Looney, so ass nigga. You saying you a puppet. You a Kevin Looney? You got the same opportunity. So, all right, when you get the ball, then you want to shoot, you be like, ah. No. Hey, oh, when I went back to the NBA, that was real life. Like, they be like, hey, man, you want to like, get the ball to Joe Johnson, John Smith, Al Horford, Marvin Williams, run to the court. You know what I mean? Pick and rolls this nigga ran? This nigga was a dog you in the motherfucking get to shoot. I was. Nigga. Hey, yeah. tell about the time you had 30. Dog that's in the NBA at some point. No, at I'm, some point. Oh, no, every nigga. No, no, no. He had to learn how to yeah, learn how to play under the whistle. Like, you had 30. I had a game in Minnesota one time. I was killing. And I shot a mid-range jumper one time. I'll tell that story. I shot a, like a midi. And made it. I made it to go into the half. And they was like, pull me to the side. I was like, you don't want to be here no more, do you, huh? And I was like, the fuck? I'm like, yeah. He like. If you shoot another mid-range jumper, you won't play no more for a Timberwolves. And you're like, what the fuck? He's like, we want threes and layups. I'm like, damn, I might be out the loop in the league because I ain't know I couldn't shoot right there. But that shit you got to go through. You don't know that. That's what I'm telling you. Everybody know. Everybody. This nigga think the NBA is a fucking AU team. They got motherfuckers they want doing But that's the point. When I'm in the AU team, the whole thing is getting the NBA. So it's like, nigga, I'm going to be a dog. But you can't do that when you play for an organization. Well, don't train the kids like that. You need to train his little pussy ass only do rebounds. But my nigga was the first. they going to do it when they get to the NBA? He was the first option on the team, but he had to learn how to play a role once he got around other stars. Give Joe the motherfucker ball, nigga. We don't give a Facts. fuck what you did that way. Yeah, what, Joe, but what if Joe happened to bad ball? game? It ain't up to Jeff. It's too bad. Josh. <laughs> we lost. Yeah, I was. doing the Josh, nigga. He Joe was on the, the first option. Josh, Marvin, Al, 
You gotta get these motherfucker ball get to the corner. I can't. Ain't just, no such thing as coming in being the key player. I came to see you play when I was in. I went to Winston Salem State. Okay. Yeah. yeah so I can't even see you ball at Wake Forest. When yeah, you and I got to shoot every fucking yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Like that's all you did. He was on NBA Jam out there. Yeah, that nigga was. I mean, then you go to the NBA like. Get on the NBA. This nigga out there like this. Come on. Four X sweatsuit. So though, how do you become a great? How do you become one of them? They have to. You have to be handpicked. Get lucky. You gotta be like in the right situation. Like once Joe and them left, it was my chance to like flourish. You right. Know what right. I mean? But like, I keep using Trey Young because we like the Hawks. Right. He came in. They like Trey. It's your team. Here you go. Do your thing. Right. That right. don't happen for everybody. Yeah, it's a it's where you get drafted. It's a drafted bunch of niggas you probably think about in college you know that I mean? was cold. See, that's why can you feel for where Dame coming from? If I came into a situation. I know how that shit go. Why the fuck would I leave the Trailblazer and go over here and put myself in an uncomfortable situation where uh-huh. I don't even uh-huh. like how the Lakers tried to make uh, 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 Rush look like he just a uh, Westbrook man. Man, nigga was a dog, man. See, they tried to make that nigga look crazy, man. man. Thank situation. That's the situation. That's I know that, but I'm like, that's crazy when you making all You know Russ will dog. It's like, yeah, the Lakers. I know the politics. Well, you gonna have to yeah. sit me down. But then it's and then it's and then you have in the yeah. NBA you have. Yeah, they gonna sit, find your ass. You have, my money guaranteed, right? No, it ain't. You, you have, have situational work. situations that happen in the NBA where you have like a nigga like Jeremy Lin, who Talk about you it. know what I mean, that'll come off the bench and have a run of eight, nine games and get uh fifty million dollars. Yeah. So you can have shit like that happen, but it's uncommon because the structure of the NBA game is this is it's entertainment. Yep. It's entertainment right. at the end of the day. That shit is entertainment. We put all of the onus on. Oh, man. I don't them, man, them, shit niggas, on them niggas got a ball and dog. I, man, I watch I that shit the same way I watch wrestling, me. nigga. Them niggas. But see, is I just, he watching the game like, see, that bitch ass nigga, they just gave this nigga $100 million. Look at that bitch. No, they can't I'm, even I'm score watching 10. the game because. Not knowing this nigga literally fucked because he got to switch his whole game up and learn the system. If Dane, what I'm saying, if like, Dane was in his position, vice versa, my nigga go do the same thing in Portland that they ain't doing. I ain't going to say that. Uh, <laughs> now he, 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 was, he was trying to get back for that disrespectful pick and roll. When Westbrook was at the Wizards, he was the double-double-triple-double king, yeah. was he not? He, was like he that went everywhere. to these Lakers, and they was like... Look who he playing with, though. Russ is third on the list. Situations, bro. You got to switch your game up. You just proving my point. He playing with AD and LeBron, bro. It's different. Yeah, you can't just be out there being... Nah, it's a totem pole, bro. Yeah, it's different, man. See, that should have made me... I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm hard here. You I got force some trade. Huh? You going to the office and forcing the trade? Man, whoever. I'm one of them <laughs> niggas, man. If you don't like me, beat me up to get me out of here. See, he going <laughs> to say that shit. He going to say that shit right after the game. They going to find him $17 million. Oh, God. <laughs> that game check gone. You playing for free now. You shouldn't have said that shit you said. <laughs> and then when you hit, yep. I'm right there in the owner's car. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> I was in here already. Ice Cube going to call you. Jeff, I got it. I always like to ask NBA players is who the best player you ever played with that we ain't never heard of? Best I played with you probably never heard of. Y'all probably heard of him though, but uh Jordan Crawford. Jay Crawford. 
He played in the big three this past season, but uh, Jordan Crawford. Jordan, he went to Jamal Xavier. Crawford. He went to Xavier. Name Jordan Crawford. He called. Yeah. So, in your he opinion, called. what stops niggas like that from getting to the next level and succeed? Opportunity. <laughs> I mean, he had some good years. He had a year where he, I think his rookie year he had like thirty eight on LeBron, but like opportunity. That's really it. For real? Because you think about how you say like with Jeremy Lin, right? Jeremy Lin went crazy. And that next year, they went to Carmelo, like, what you going to do? And they was like, yeah, go ahead and sign back if you want to. Now, Jeremy Lin in Houston. Right. They didn't care about none of that shit you was just doing. Whoever, that big dog, hey, that's cool. He crazy. He can go crazy somewhere else. If you don't feel what we got going on, it don't matter. If I'm paying my max player, his opinion matters. So like Jordan Poole. Look at Jordan Poole. Come on. Jordan Poole. Yeah, was 20 this year? Yes. Yeah. They shipped that man across the nation. Y'all know how big Lin Sanity was, like, in New York? Yeah, I, I remember. I remember that shit. That fucking shit was Luke crazy. Fucking Luke going crazy out there. They <laughs> got this nigga right the fuck up out of there. How the nigga Luke Kane? Because motherfucking Melo like, <laughs> all right, this Tebow season is over with. It's done, daughter. Damn. It's a pecking order, bro. Real shit. That's why you be seeing niggas on the podcast mad as fuck about that. I don't career. know why motherfucker. Man, I saw when I realized that shit was just business and the players uh, was out there playing and just doing what the fuck they do. Whether they succeed or fail, like you said, so the if the people who are in charge of this shit just have a bad day and say, "Man, get them the fuck out of here," it oh, don't happen. The fuck are we in the gym for? Like, nah, you want to stay you fit. Want, yeah, you want to be. You want to have a good product. You want to go out there and show well so you can get paid. Shit, it's I a never shoot. That's a job, rebound. really. Fuck. If you come late, you get fined. Yeah. Open layup, I can't take. Yeah, but you look at somebody like Dennis Rodman. Nah, I ain't saying that. Dennis Rodman. No Ben Simmons. Led the NBA in rebounds for like eight years straight. There's all oh, that nigga had 45 Once rebounds, they knew zero that that points. That was his role. Don't you shoot shit. I didn't even go out there and be a dog. He was cool with that. But he was the best at that. He was shit. the best at that. That's a lot of people though. Do that. Be good. That's what I'm saying. That's great. I on. have to find a way for me to be great. Be good at your role. Yeah, you got What be is great. that? Listening? Yes. Pat Bev is a perfect example. That's why he's still in the league, bro. He mastered his role. That nigga used to average 30 in high school. You know the nigga. best way to compare it? It's like wilding out, bro. It's Ooh. just like wilding out. Oh. When we show up on wilding out, <laughs> like, it's just like that. I mean, I don't get told. It's I don't just, get no, told. No, no, what no, to I'm do. talking about the role. They tell me, like, hey, DZ, I'm like, bro, exactly. that food. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. When we show, when certain motherfuckers show up, they don't even talk to us. They be like, all right, the rest of you niggas, sit around in the circle and sing, nigga. Like, you know what I mean? So it's just, you going over your shit? You going over your shit? Like, it's just that I, I would assume that that's the type of environment. You got motherfuckers that can show up and do what they want to do because you know that when the when the lights come on and when the they throw that ball up in the air, niggas know what you going to do. Niggas well, know what you going to do. How do I get that check, that hundred million? You gotta be cold. Not by a great passer. Now you yeah, you cold. can be, nigga. Can I, Look at Mike Conley. So you just want me to? How I many over the back? Mike. On, three over yeah, the back. Mike, Mike averaging eleven, nigga, and up, nigga, hundred forty wins. Especially if you don't shoot, you you gonna do something. Oh, you gonna, they don't oh, want you to shoot. They going to put the motherfuckers out there they want to shoot. Your job is to get them the Run ball. the show, nigga. The you got to pass you the ball. Do. Whether we win by 100 or we I'm lose sorry, by 100. If you do the shit that they tell you to do, you You can elevate. It's opportunity. But you ain't settling, nigga. Be yeah, nigga. It's an opportunity for you. It's an yeah, opportunity you for you in motherfucking Houston <laughs> right now. No. You can go down to Houston right now and play all the shooting guards you want to play. <laughs> and go 22 
and <laughs> 61, nigga. That's going to be your record. Or for- go to the big three. Call Cube up, nigga. Lace up with the big three if you can't follow these orders that we got out yeah. here. You can go to Europe. Shoot all I'm, you I'm, want I'm to. grabbing these young niggas too. Nah, we're going to send you to Italy too. where you can't eat nothing over there and you're going to shit the yeah, whole time. Yeah, go to time Call of Duty over. if you want to. <laughs> hey, no, no bullshit, Carlos. All the dogs we have in the show who played overseas until like, they're going there like they're doing a the bid. Like shit. The Wi Fi goes up. We ain't going to have it for a week. Ain't no English TV. He became a god over there. He was in China. Man, man, the ball went over there and went crazy. But the nigga, you go slide. Literally, though. He went to China became a god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he was doing. That nigga was working out to my good What about the nigga that's playing in Puerto Rico? Rico, nigga. What about it? He, just saying, he might be over there, not even in the in the international league. He on the beat. Imagine all I the niggas trying up. to get in the league. Imagine the that niggas, niggas that's that's they still getting like a sending ball. In, in jail, <laughs> nigga. That'll be a, I'm talking about there's some niggas that's in motherfucking state penitentiary for sure. that could have went live, but no, you'll never couldn't. see them. You shit. No, they could. I knew it was business, but I ain't know it was business like that. It's always business. Like, I understand. Okay, the main shooter who be paying, the nigga ain't shooting shit. We got the scope. Nah, but you shoot his shots, and your ass is on the bench. So how do we know if it's his shots? And he like, hey, he like, goddamn. Nah, like, look at it like wild enough. Let's say you Greg go out and do some shit, right? And just a nigga just run out and be like, move DC, I got it. <laughs> I have What's that like? Like <laughs> <laughs> He better be good. <laughs> he ain't going to make season three. <laughs> I ain't going to help you either. <laughs> See, what See I'm look, saying? now you know. <laughs> now you hate. <laughs> but you can get on that, though. Like, yeah. imagine somebody else about to get paid and it's your turn. You a free agent. And shit. So niggas was doing that on Wildin' Out? Niggas go for what they know. Everybody get a shot, but it's I mean, just—it's really like camera time. Yeah. That shit, go ahead. I'm, I'm like, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Go but I'm, but the I'm thing about it is, if you if you give a nigga that shot and he got that type of ambition, but don't got the talent to go with it, it you it's only gonna be so many times you let this nigga try yeah. and shoot a brick, nigga. Be like, hey, don't <laughs> shoot that shit no more, my nigga. Well, you just never That's grabbed what the, the dream mic. did to me. What's up, uh, bro? For real? Yeah, hey. the dream. Shout out to the dream. Uh, he used to sit courtside at all the games. Who, Dream? Yeah. I came Elijah on. Nah, the motherfucking singer. Oh, oh, he, was, he was going oh, crazy on you. you talking about so, the Dream. Don't you ever let a nigga that sing helping you, bro. <laughs> no, no, bro. No, please no, let him tell this story. Please, I want to hear I'm like my second year. He like, T, keep working, baby. Keep working. I'm like, yeah. Jamal Crawford was on my team. I faked the ball to Jamal, shot that motherfucker. He said, hey, nigga, don't you ever do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> No, sit your like, fat ass down. Yeah, sit your fat ass down. He was like, fuck you. That nigga ain't talked to me since that day, bro. No. I said, when I came back to the hospital, like, what's up, boy? That nigga was like, fuck. Hey. That's your goof ass on, man. That nigga still like, fuck me, man. All right, man. It's been too much fucking fun. We got to get the fuck up out of here because we got to get to work. I'm hey, going to get a championship. Yeah, I ain't going to get your chip tonight, games, Bridge. Gonna it's going to be the only championship banner in that motherfucker. <laughs> well, man, we appreciate it. I got to ask before I go. I got to ask. Go crazy. Go crazy. One more NBA question. You know what I mean? Y'all, you know, you make so much money in the league. And, and, you know what I mean? Just understand it, Bridge. What's the most money you ever blew, nigga, that you like, Nick? What the fuck did I just do? Blue? Trip. Like tripping, tripping. Like the one where you look back on now and be like, man, I was tripping. I, I'm pretty cheap, so I'll probably be like, I went to the club one time and blew like 25000 On what? 
What you mean, pretty cheap? Nigga, you stupid. I was about to say, nigga, what? wrong with you? That was just a... Yeah. What club? You was with, you with your team. Oh, no. You trying to keep up with the bride. No, what club? Hell no. I just, oh, I went to One Oak in, uh, in New York. In New York? Oh, yeah. yeah. 25. I'm oh, just so going to keep it real. That ain't even no strip club. <laughs> I'm disappointed. That story <laughs> wasn't shit. You rich as fuck, and you going to tell me about the time you spent $25,000. That's a lot That's of money to be blowing, nigga. Get the fuck out of here. I blew that last weekend. Fuck it off. You tripping. You tripping, too, nigga. What the fuck? Hold on, so the max deal, y'all don't know. What's wrong with you, nigga? You, you blew 25 on what? That's why it's all on you, motherfucker. Oh. Oh, I, ain't we about to be done? <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we're going to get up out of here. Appreciate 85 South, man. Love, Love, Love man. Salute to y'all, boys, man. Appreciate y'all, man. Thank y'all for having us, man. Absolutely, Thank man. You. Keep teaching the ball. We'll be back next week. Shout out to the Patreon gang. What gang you was throwing up? I saw them, too. They threw up some. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.